ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm sorry. I was just on a roll there for a second. Uh, welcome back to the Undiluted Truth. I'm Ben, and we're coming to you from the All Seasons Tabletop Studio. Ah, uh, Anyway, today's episode is... Conspiracy Theory? Or not? You decide. Part 3. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so we're going to get back into this a little bit, uh, but let me go ahead and introduce our host, Mike. Yeah, thanks, Ben. Uh, And the Tabletop Studio, uh, the Tabletop is actually getting a little less crowded, if if you will, and and I am glad of that. That Sounds good. Still a lot of notes and papers all on the Tabletop, but... uh, no, all kidding aside, it is good to be here. Good to be um, actually able and uh, I guess blessed with this platform to be able to share what we're sharing. I'm yeah. enjoy. I'm enjoying yeah. this uh, actual the the last couple of episodes. This sort of format topic I, I think is it's extremely important. And yes, uh, if you haven't been out there sharing and been called. Rather to your face or behind your back, a conspiracy yeah. theorist, uh, yeah. you, you're probably not doing enough uh, <laughs> because uh, we are out there, and and I, and by all means, we are not in the in the mainstream of all of this. But uh, you right. know, if you're, if you're even in your group, your you know your particular circle of friends and, and acquaintances and business acquaintances, whatever it is, uh, and sharing. Mm-hmm. That is going to come out, even in your own family. It's it sort of come, you know, a, around at uh, at my table, if you will, not inside my home, uh, but within the extended family. It's been like, right. wow. And you know, when it it is a bit frustrating when you know that you've put a lot of time and effort into the research and whatnot on all of this, uh, right? So, yeah. uh, but with that being said. Welcome, all of you rock tumblers and truth seekers, and you people listening. I am praying for you that this energy, this desire to seek out actual truth and with a pure heart, doesn't cease. Yeah, exactly. I pray that you continue because I believe one day uh, the truth is going to be shouted from the rooftops that all hear it, all know it. Uh, they mm-hmm. don't have to accept it, and I think that's happening now. I think that there's many that know it, but they're just not accepting it. So, uh, hopefully, this format, this structure that we're laying out for you in the last two, and again on this one, is is helpful. Yeah. And uh, on a quick side note, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. So, without further delay as we've been doing recently yeah Yeah, we're trying to switch it up here i like it um let's get right back into where we were you were talking about aaron Rodgers and and the nfl and immunity and you had brought up right at the end of the last podcast mike um you had brought up natural immunity yes so that that's a good segue right into the next question here Mm -hmm. you know the next question is well okay Maybe I'm thinking about getting vaccinated, right? Yeah. Um, so okay. I'm thinking about it, and I'm kind of on the fence. I haven't decided yet. Um, 
So is natural immunity better than quote vaccine immunity? Well, it, what's your thoughts on that? That's a good question. I think that's a very good question. I think that's a question that a lot of people want to know. I'm going to begin my answer. And I, and I just want to say to remind those that are listening, none of these questions were written down and talked about before beforehand of, of any of these episodes as far as right. what are they? I've got to think of an answer or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. and, and we're doing this on purpose because we want you to be able to try to think of a way to just to have what we're calling private and public discourse of someone right. just exchanging ideas. So based on that question, mm-hmm. uh, what do I think of uh, the immunity natural, natural versus, uh, versus quote, vaccine, vaccine immunity? immunity. Yes. I'm going to roll back real quick to a statement that Aaron Rodgers made while he was being interviewed okay. on the Pat McAfee show. So we're kind of uh, promoting a show. That's fine. Uh, it yeah. is a sports show. But anyway, it just happened to be where uh, he was being interviewed. Mm-hmm. So Aaron Rodgers shared a little story uh, within this bigger story of how he was approaching this upcoming season that they're already into, about how he was trying to get some immunity or be accepted based on his immunity, which was done through other means than a vaccination to build his antibodies and to right. you know to build his immune system. Okay. So he was doing this in in staying in contact with the heads of the NFL, which for those listening, he's a football player, so that's the National Football League NFL. So right. And in one of these meetings, he said that he thought initially that it was going pretty well they were they were open to you know what we're calling you know exchanging ideas public discourse and private right. and he he said that it was going is going pretty well he said until one day one of the he didn't say it was the head he said one of the head doctors and it might have been the one that was carrying most of the weight in there one of these this doctor had told him that i can tell you this that it is impossible to get the virus if you have been vaccinated. That's what mm-hmm. he was told. Okay. Okay. He knew right then that it was not going to go well uh, for the rest of this attempt to try to be considered vaccinated by, by nat- natural means. means. Natural means. Okay. Yeah. So, and... He wasn't even trying to do it as he's already had the virus, okay? He was just trying to do it by building his immune system and guarding against through natural means other than a vaccine. Right. So now, with that being said, and the reason I I brought that up, you asked the question, Mm -hmm. do I think natural immunity is better than vaccine immunity or vice versa? Right. Well, we all know now (laughs) that the statement that that, so-called doctor made, Mm -hmm. and I don't know who he is, I don't even know his name, but we all know now that was 100% wrong because there have been hundreds of thousands that have got the the vaccine that have had 
the corona that have tested positive. What they call so, breakthrough. They can call yeah. it whatever they want to call it, breakthrough, uh, sneak through, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, blast through, blast off, whatever it is. Bottom line is they were vaccinated and they've got COVID. Mm-hmm. So just based on what we know now, that, that answer is pretty easy. Okay. Natural immunity yeah. is far better and always has been. And I'll go all the way back, and, mm-hmm. you know, and and some people don't really get this, but I think most of us will. When I was younger, I got the chicken pox and I got the measles. I got okay. those viruses. Right. Yeah. I never got a vaccine for them. Uh-huh. I have not had either one of those since I was around 10 mm-hmm. years old. And just for those that are listening, I'm close to 65. So that's natural immunity. Mm-hmm. My body has yep. built that up. Now I've heard, oh, well, you know, you can still get it. Uh, that's why we still, there's still vaccines out there for it. Well, and then some, some have said, well, of course you don't, you're, you're not going to get it. I've heard both sides because mm-hmm. there's vaccines for it. Well, neither one of those answers makes any sense to me because if if I could get it just because there's vaccines, I'm not getting one. And if mm-hmm. there's vaccines, that would say that there's still a chance that I would be exposed to it. Mm-hmm. So that would also tell tell me that I could have been exposed to it. And based on my natural immunity that I built up many, many years ago, mm-hmm. I could have I probably most likely fought it off. Yeah. So right. that's a long answer with some actual facts, some testimony that I just heard Yeah. to say that I 100% think natural immunity is much better than vaccine, vaccine or art, I'm going to call it artificial and I'll even yeah. go I'll even go a step further. I believe in God's design over man's design. All right, good call there. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean like you mentioned we're entering flu season. Um and you and I had both kind of gotten something of flu or whatever recently. Yeah. Uh but again, you know, we took our supplements that you know and we took medicine you know and got over it Mm -hmm. right so um you know and that happens i mean some people don't get sick every flu season other people get a little bit of something every flu season right so um it natural immunity doesn't mean you're not going to maybe catch something but what it does mean is that um let's say you get really really bad flu one year, right? And then for like six years, you might get a little sniffle or something here or there. You know, you might run a fever for a day or two and then you're done, whatever. Well, how do you know that that wasn't a strain or strand, whichever you want to pronounce it, of that other virus that maybe that first one your your body hadn't seen yet, right? So you got more sick you you stayed sick for let's say a week because I've had that one time where I was just out. I had fairly high fever and I I had it for a week, throwing up everything, right? Um, but then 
the next couple several years, you barely get anything, right? Or you mm-hmm. might not get anything, or you might not have any symptom, right? Right. So how how are you, unless you went to the hospital? Because most people, I mean, you talk about when we were growing up, most people didn't even go to the hospital for the flu. Your parents knew it was flu symptoms. You got medicine, you took it, and you stayed home, and you just got better, and then you got over it, and you go about your business. One hundred percent. Unless yeah. unless your fever was spiking way too high for way too long, then your parents might take you into the hospital. Right. Otherwise. It's the flu. Get over it. 100%. You know? yeah. So I, I just bring that up because like back in the early 2000s, I was sick for a week. That's the one I told you about. Then for years after that, I might have gotten a little bit of a cold, maybe a fever here or there for a day or two, and that was it. And, you know, um, up until this last flu kind of stayed with me a little bit longer. But I didn't have all the symptoms. I just had a couple and, you know, it just stuck around a little bit, but it wasn't anything bad. So I'm just saying that, you know, maybe all those other years that you are getting a little bit or none at all are just different strains that your body's already seen. And it's recognizing, like you said last podcast, down to 20% like. Mm. And then it already knows what it is. It's like, uh, you're close to this guy. So we're going to, we're going to do what we need to do. Based on the last guy we saw, and yeah, you might get a fever or something for a day or two, but we know how to take care of this guy. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. I think. Yeah. I think. I'm uh, with you on that. I think, uh, you know, what you're saying is how do, how do you know? I think the chances of a virus or a bug, a flu bug or whatever coming, you know, within a year or two or even a few years after, is a good chance that it is a strain of that. We do know that, yeah. there again, the overall corona has been mm-hmm. around for a long time, and it, is, and it is basically your standard flu bug. I'm not going to get into some, you know, some of the other gain of function and some of the things that, yeah, we, right. that, that we have, you know, I, I should say looked at, uncovered, uh, studied. But just your basic what— viruses do is yeah. is yeah. they will split off they mm-hmm. you know th- these variants will will you know will piece themselves off and generate other strands right. so i I, yeah. I i think the the likely personally i think what you and i just had is is part of uh, a a variant oh I'm, uh, yeah uh, of the spike I, i'd agree with you um, and and you know that's the thing, and and I think the important thing is is that people should not be made afraid of it. They shouldn't be made of hearing no. that you've got you've got COVID, you've got COVID. This is deadly. The, right. You know, it just there. Our immune system is a wonderful thing. Now, with that being said, yeah. you know the question might be, why is it that you know uh, my friend it seems like he gets sick every year. Or you know, you know, I don't get as sick often, or maybe I get, maybe I think I get sick more often than the next guy. Right. I can tell you this: our immune system is important to all of that to fight things off. Yeah. So, what affects yeah. that? Okay. Well, we just did a podcast uh, uh, about five episodes ago, I think. On building the immune system with vitamin mm-hmm. D, with vitamin C, with zinc, 
magnesium. with magnesium and, and all of the different oh. levels. Uh, uh, we even mentioned the, the, the N-acetylcysteine. You know, there are some mm-hmm. natural things that we can do. There's also some things that you can do in your diet. A lot of sugar is not good. That, right. that, that, that compromises your immune system. So there are things that we can do. And when you think yeah. about it, you go, ooh, wow, that guy works out all the time. He eats right. But, you know, and maybe that's why he isn't getting these little flu bugs that are floating around. So yeah. it's, it's more to it than that. But I do believe that, you know, these variants, and I, I can really appreciate what you said. You emphasize the fact that our immune system is made in such a way that if these other strands are as low as 20% like the actual one that comes out, then yeah. it's, it's our body's going to take care of it. Right. Unless we have comorbidities. True. And I also like the yes. fact that, you know, what you said was that when we were younger, I think I only remember going to the hospital to speak of. My dad was military, so we went to the military mm-hmm. hospital, but it was a hospital. Right. I can only remember being there one time for any kind of sickness. I had a really high fever. And when I say high, I think that it was pushing 106. Yeah. Uh, right. And they were like, cool. But other than that, measles, you know, chicken pox, flu. No, you stayed yeah, home. Exactly. You stayed right. home and rode it out, man, like a, you know, like a real man, you know, <laughs> so at, at, at nine years old, you know? Well, yeah. And, and I was just going to add really quick that, I mean, I remember because I'm, you know, and we're we're saying that what we had might have been a variant of the Corona mm-hmm. um, or SARS two, whatever. Yeah. Um, recently, but back when the December before um, the pandemic started, um, I had gone to Florida on a vacation. I and when I came back. All of a sudden, like I wasn't, didn't have any problem down in Florida. But all of a sudden, when I got back, I had some issues. I don't remember. I don't remember if I had a fever or something, but I had something, you know. And again, it was flu season, but you know. So I'm just kind of curious as to maybe I actually had COVID because I had a cough or something that stayed with me for like a couple months, mm-hmm. um, and it was basically just like a nagging cough or like feeling like something was stuck in your chest kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, so I'm just curious as to if that was actually, you know, quote SARS, uh, which COVID-19 is the uh, symptom of from what we've talked about. So I was yeah. just wondering if that happened to be the SARS too. And then when we got what we just got, you know, I had quote milder symptoms because like I told you, I think, Basically, all I had was fever and a little achy, mm-hmm. but it lasted longer than a normal little bug should have. So right. that's why I'm thinking it might have been more of a flu, but yeah. I didn't have any of the other normal symptoms. Right. So, um, yeah. So I was just thinking about that and being, well, maybe I have had yeah. the other. So I've been exposed to other things since then and I haven't gotten sick, but because the new Delta variant, quote unquote, was out, maybe that's what came around and got hit. And hit us, and well, our body recognized it. Just and mm-hmm. we didn't have quite super bad symptoms, but it right. just took a little longer to get rid of it. But right, yeah, and so, and I yeah, and and 
You're sort of. But again, I didn't go to the hospital, so I can't confirm. Yeah. You know. (laughs) But you're leaning into a good point, and that point is that if you have had it and got over it, Mm -hmm. your immune system is really strong for that. Yeah. But don't fear, don't fear, even if you haven't had it. Right. You know, and get it. There's treatments that you can take, and there's even. And we mentioned those yes. on, on a few podcasts back. There's treatments that you can take prophylactically, you know, exactly. to, to help prevent these things. And so, those are the podcasts with Dr. Brian Artis. Brian Artis, yeah. Specifically, so. Excellent, excellent uh, uh, stuff there. And I think this is a good, uh, good opportunity to kind of get into, because we're all around this, and, and I think maybe another elephant in the door question would be, okay. well, you know, why are all these people so worked up about it? Why is everything COVID this, COVID that, COVID protectant? Why is Sesame Street characters talking about getting the vaccine? Why are we in such a, you know, and you guys are acting like, nothing to worry about here. Yawn. Yeah. You know, and, and I want to, this is, there's, there's two things that, and I mean, we we're here. We are on part three. Is two things that I really think are important that we we need to at least bring up. Okay. And one is that the original spike protein enhancement mm-hmm. uh, gain of function. This has been proven where it came from. It was man made. And when I say that, they these people used animals, mm-hmm. bats. They, they, you know, this bat wasn't found in some wet market. This was they used animal blood and 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 antibodies cells to gain a function of a virus. And let's get, let's remember that we've got absolutely one hundred percent proof that patents were taken out on a virus. Now, you just just think about that for a minute. Yeah. Why would that be the case? So so this was released, all right, out. But now once mm-hmm. that's done, it's real. Yeah. Okay, it's out right. there. It's, it's no matter how, even if it was man-made, it's out there. And if you catch it, you can catch it just like any other disease. So that was out there. Mm-hmm. That original spike protein that was, you know, Enhanced, if you will, and put up, put out uh, to the to the world. That we also know this by experts is gone. That is long gone. These variants, though, are still out, and we have been told that these variants are stronger mm-hmm. than the original mm-hmm. SARS two, and more transmittable, meaning that. They're past easy, yeah. easier. They are a little bit stronger of a sickness lingering, and, and right. you know maybe the sore throat, the cold, the fever might last longer. Yeah. Doesn't mean that they're more deadly because, ladies and gentlemen, the, the the first one wasn't deadly unless you had comorbidities, and we know that over five hundred thousand people need not died. Just and, in the and, US and, and that decision right. was made by two doctors, one Richard Fleming and, and one Peter uh, 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 McCullough. McCullough. Yeah. Both of them concur. Same thing. 
So I think that's important to know. It's important to know where it came from, and it's important to know that there was a lot of deaths that, that happened, and they, and they occurred because doctors and, and medical facilities and professionals were mm-hmm. told not to treat with certain drugs that would save these people. Now, we can talk about that for another month, yeah. you know, but that's a fact. That happened, and I think it's important to know. And I think the other thing that we haven't talked about is there's, there's probably people going, "Well, golly, they, these, you know, Mike and Ben, if you've if you've not heard any of yeah. of what we're talking about, and if you've run across some of the same things that we have, when you're talking to someone, you just ask them a couple of basic questions. You might mm-hmm. say, "Hey, have you heard of VAERS?" And they go, "Could you say that again, Bear? What is that? What is that?" Well, that's V-A-E-R-S. That's the Vaccine Adverse Events mm-hmm. Reporting, reporting system. system. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Now, if they haven't heard of that, they they don't know what's going on. But when you say that's a government reporting system, mm-hmm. it's, it's made public. And the one thing you need to understand about that reporting system, and, and of course, I'm going to I'm going to estimate. And, and the last time I checked, there were hundreds of thousand adverse events that were listed on there that didn't cause death. There was almost twenty thousand deaths that okay. were recorded. We know by experts also that one to ten percent of that reporting system is about as accurate as it is. And the reason that they believe, and and I tend to agree, you know, that that's all it is, is that two things. A lot of these events aren't being reported. And these are events that can't be reported by your local grocery store. These are, these have to be reported. It's a medical document and it is serious. There's disclaimers on there. If, if you were found falsifying information on this, there, you could lose your medical license. You could lose your job, and you could actually uh, be be fine in jail time. It is serious. So it has to be done by a medical you, doctor. Yeah, absolutely, yes. absolutely. So it is their. You think about that. It is their system. Mm-hmm. Now, in 1976, with the swine flu, there were 46 million people that were. That took the vaccine. That were vaccinated. Yeah. And back then, you know, another question that you might want to, if you're if you're sharing information with someone, just ask them, do you know who the, do you know who the head of the CDC was back then? And they will, if they if they know, you you know, you're talking to somebody that's been digging. Mm -hmm. But that individual was a Dr. David Sensor. He was questioned by Mike Wallace. And Mike Wallace clearly asked him, hey, you've got 46 million people vaccinated based on the information that you put out. How many confirmed cases did you have before those vaccinations? Mm -hmm. And his answer was, well, we had plenty of cases, assumed cases that that we had. And I I can't remember the exact word he used. Of suspected, I think it was um, uh, uh, plenty of suspected cases, but none confirmed. Right. Those were words out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. They had no confirmed cases. They had 46 million people vaccinated. And what began to happen was Guillain-Barre, the paralysis uh, uh, issue, the, the neurological right. challenges, and even to death. They got, they got up to 24 deaths 
they shut the whole thing down. 24 mm-hmm. people died. We're up to 20,000 based on their based on their numbers. Mm-hmm. Many say that it's times that by 80. But let's just say conservatively there's 20,000 people that have died. They shut it all down in 1976 with 24. Mm-hmm. We're at 20,000 deaths that were confirmed through the VAR system. That's their system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they are still advertising this. We're not, not only that, we're, we're, we're putting it out there for children. It's on. Mm-hmm. And, and, and how absurd is that? I mean, you've got the most robust immune systems on, on kids. And, and now you're going to be vaccinating these people? It makes no sense. So no, the question, Ben, is the one that we've we've said, you know, and and, and we brought up before. So the, you look at the individual you're talking to, and you go, "What is your acceptable death rate? Do you have one? How many people need to die before it's okay? If if you've got twenty family members, if if say ten of them die, are you okay with that? Or three? How many how many family members are you okay with dying? Yeah, but. I mean, I mean, but let me throw this back at you really quick. I know we're all about out of time here. Please, but, please do. But, we, got, we got all day. But the counter, <laughs> but the, the the counter to that for people that are like pro-vax and stuff, because I've heard it, like, well, what you know, they would probably turn that back around and say, well, what's your acceptable death rate? Because how many unvaccinated people have died? I would, I would, tell, if you see where I'm, I, go, you know, yeah. Just, well, 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 my answer would be my acceptable death rate is zero. Yeah. And my acceptable yeah. death rate, I don't know anybody that died from COVID that that got the drugs that were available to them. I don't know any. I, I yeah. and, and how many people okay. we do know that over the years prior to SARS two that anywhere from a hundred to four hundred thousand people, even up I think to half a million, a million one year, maybe two thousand sixteen died of what they were calling the flu. You mean the common flu? The common flu. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, we've been we've been looking at this for years and you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not okay with 400,000 people dying of the common flu. I'm wondering what's going on. Were all of these people were these all comorbidities were these people with bad lungs were these people that right. weren't being treated right with yeah. what you know what was the cause of, of this yeah. i'm not okay with one person dying no if now if if they sometimes we have to accept it right but we don't accept it ahead of time going you know what i'm okay yeah no right. if someone's 89 90 to 100 i think what we do is we generally will go you know they lived a full life they're not. Pro- yeah. They're probably not right. going to make it. They've got pneumonia and it sets in, and we sort of accept that. But to have an acceptable death rate from the ages of twenty to fifty mm-hmm. is insane. Mm-hmm. But that's what's going on. Yeah, you know. So yeah. that would be my response to you know to that question. I don't have an acceptable death rate. At least I'd like to think I, I don't. Yeah. Um. Um. Not even to those Fair that enough. I don't like that get ill. True, you know, yeah, exactly. Uh, I might not want them to get well so soon, but um. <laughs> suffer a little bit longer. No, the, no, that's, uh, no, that's no. bad. No, so but, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I hope this topic and this format has helped 
uh, uh, listeners. Um, yeah. And I know that there's other yeah. things. So uh, as we spoke about before, we're going to look about seeing what we can do to get access for you guys to send questions in, uh, whether it be through a, another email. I think that'd be a good idea. So we, we should be able to do that. You can or send possibly questions. information if you guys have found something that you want us to yeah. take a look at. You yeah. Know, you, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, right. and uh, lots of things coming, folks. I'll just, you know, we'll just bait you with that. There's lots of things coming because I I believe time's getting short, and I think that there's uh, there's people that need to be reached. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I know I'll speak for Ben. We're we're going to stay after this thing, and um, yep. we we don't want to stop. No, um, getting this word out. We are definitely blessed to to be here and we thank you all you guys out there uh subscribing and liking uh we thank you for joining us so all right well uh another one in the in the can as they say yeah ben and uh once again enjoyed it so all right let's uh let's go to the lord in prayer as we close out father in heaven once again thank you so much we thank you for the gift of life we thank you for each and every listener out there that has has tuned in, Lord, we pray for clarity of mind uh, for those that are listening. We pray for a strong desire to seek the truth, and Lord, uh, may we hunger and thirst after your righteousness. Thank you, and we ask a special blessing on each and every one. If there's anyone out there that uh, that is ill, if they if they have this SARS two virus, we pray for your holy angels. You, you are the great physician. We pray for your healing upon them. And Lord, we also pray that uh, you will get the information to those who need it to protect themselves. Maybe they've got comorbidities. Maybe they're not in good health. But there are ways that, uh, that you, through you and your means that we can defend off viruses and illnesses. So we Pray for that protection out there, that this message and everything that we do here reaches those who need it. And Lord, as we part ways, we ask that all of our thoughts intently be pure. We thank you again, and Lord, may all of our listeners be blessed, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you.